Hey, it's the beginning of outdoor comedy here at MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. We're going to get started in about 15 minutes. We're going to wait for the throngs of people to socially distance themselves in chairs, wearing masks and being safe for their neighbors. Of course, wearing masks, unless you're putting something into your gob. And if you are, that's different. Uh, I'm going to run around and tell everybody the rules again. Hi. Hi. It's 6 o'clock. We're going to get started in about 15 minutes with the awesome comedy. I just want to remind everybody um, for safety, it's good. Everyone's wearing masks and they're all distanced. You can move chairs in whatever place you want to feel like. I feel terrible because that chair there, you're not going to be able to see anything unless we do the. I'm going to have to just move those chairs. Screw those chairs. Those chairs don't make any sense at all. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have a comedy show here. And everyone just remain socially distanced and keep your masks on and we're gonna have a really good time and tell jokes and it's gonna be super fun. And this is um, a little donation bucket because it's a free show but you can always give us money because that's awesome. And if you're a comic, it's clean-ish, meaning um, no F-bombs because we have neighbors with children and they, it's, you know, they just can't handle the smut. And that's fair, that's fair. Not too much smut and filth. And see how I've made the lights be like an actual lighting on a stage for the comics when we take pictures and stuff. This is so that we can see you. <laughs> so you stay in your light. Well, it's one of those things you don't feel like you have to tell like actors and stuff, but comedians aren't actors. They're like, well, I'm gonna talk to the people way out here. I don't care about the light. And it gets dark and it's all confusing. Okay, this isn't time. This is not even me warming you up. We're gonna chill for about 15 minutes and we'll be back with a, a stellar lineup here at Mutiny Radio. Yay! Now, look at 
You're listening to Mutiny Radio here, .fm and .sf. One of your hosts, Pam Benjamin, tonight. We're going to get back to some more music before we bring up the comedy in about 10 minutes. Bring on the comedy. But right now, more oldie cool stuff from uh, the, the, the day the music died type of people. <laughs>
more song and then we'll get started.
We already listened to that song, I'm running around. I started it right as the ladies went into the bathroom, yay! The audience left and I was like, now's exactly when is the time to start the show. It's perfect. Oh my God, Peter Struckmeyer's here. Oh my God, the Wind Sisters are back together. Yay! Oh! The Wind Sisters. T to let you into our little clique, um, Jonathan Ortiz, who you'll see later tonight, he runs an amazing open mic at the end of the world every Saturday. I think it's going to be earlier now. What do you sign ups at six? It's going to be seven to nine. What are you doing? It's going to be great. And, and the sun's going to be out later, so it's going to be amazing. But it's at like down by Sutra Bass, but above Sutra Bass. But last week, it was so cold that the three of us clung together. It was, I've, yeah, I felt like we, had a, we, we were sharing an egg. I have, I have no eggs left because I'm going through menopause, so I might bar be borrowing some of yours. No eggs left. No, I have like two eggs left. Seriously, like I haven't, I, so I finally had my first period in 10 months. I had 10 months. You're like, yeah, I know, it sounds great, it's great. It actually is pretty good. Uh, my underwear have never been happier. Like I, I, I used to be like, why do people have sexy underwear? That is weird. Because <laughs> there's like, it get, they get like gross and weird, right? Um, but now nothing is coming out of there. No babies, no juice, nothing. It's just very happy underwear. That's, that's all I've got now. This is, not, this is not what I meant to talk about. I meant to talk about, um, so I'm wearing this pirate cat t-shirt. And a, a lot of you, I mean, I have abortions older than you two, so it's fine. But... <laughs> 10 years ago, this place was actually called Pirate Cat. And 10 years ago, it transformed into Mutiny Radio. And I didn't realize that until today. I saw something and I was like, 2011. Mutiny Radio started in 2011. It's 2021. That's 10 years. Yay! So now it's officially been Mutiny Radio longer than it ever was Pirate Cat, but people still call it Pirate Cat. <laughs> it's like, I know it was more famous. Anthony Bourdain came here, okay? He did. Anthony Bourdain in the, the very opening of the very first No Reservations in San Francisco. He starts here, but it was Pirate Cat then. And we used to make a thing called a bacon maple latte, which was totally disgusting unless you put whiskey in it. And so I would tell people when they came in and I'd make these bacon maple lattes literally with bacon fat that you would... And I... I, th I made a cardamom latte that I thought was killer. But these bacon maple lattes, people would come from world there. We saw that Anthony Bourdain came here and... And they were disgusting. Unless you put whiskey in them, then they were delicious. But anyways, pirate cat. Those are pirate cat days. It is. There's, it, it's a real point. It's history. Woo! It's still alive through COVID. What? Clap it up for that. Yeah. Very black. Wow. That sounds like that sounds like when I try to make my ass clap. You know, like <laughs> I'm I'm so white I can't even make my butt golf clap. Like. Did you hear it? Just a smattering of applause. Just a smattering. Hey. How, hey it's, I always want to ask how their son is. Like, eyes over. It's, it's, I like young guys. I don't know what to tell you. I have 23-year-old soccer players. You know what I love about 23-year-old soccer players? 
Finally, I get to watch hot 23-year-old men make goals. <laughs> they literally make goals. That's what they do for a living. It's incredible. It's so impressive. They don't do that here. Is it an English thing? It's not an American. I guess we call it soccer. They call it football. It's different. It's different. I'm really excited. Um, I'm just going to brag because also I'm like, this is also on the radio. And so people are listening podcast wise or whatever. And so what they should do is go buy their tickets right now for March 27th because I'm opening for Hal Sparks <laughs> at the Alameda Comedy Club. I get to open for Hal Sparks. And you don't understand. I am a fan girl for Hal Sparks and not in the way you think you're like, oh, because he's a political pundit. No. No. Oh, because he was a cool actor in the 90s and he was in Dude, Wear Your Car. No, no, not even farther. Not even Talk Soup. Nay, he is my favorite Disney dad. He is my favorite. Nobody knows. Lab Rats? No one else knows Lab Rats. Lab Rats, the show Disney's Lab Rats? Right? Hal Sparks is the dad, Mr. Davenport. And it hits all my fetishes. No, because this is a crazy show, right? It starts with this eccentric millionaire who's not married and he's kind of dating this, it was an interracial relationship too, it was great. And he's hiding his real identity because he has all this money. And he creates these bionic children. What? And then they go to high school and then the girl he's dating son, like is, he finds out about it because of the secret lab. And then like, he's keeping it a secret and dating the mom and that's like the first season. Okay, but the third season is when they don't jump the shark, they build a train to go under the shark. There's literally a train that goes underwater to an island of bionic children. And the problem, the, it's, I know, this is real though. This is a funny show. I wa I've watched every episode and I love how Sparks. But it, it, so it's like, do I root for like the eccentric millionaire or he made these bionic children and I know when they cast them they were probably like 17 and they grew and they were 18, 19 but they were still playing high schoolers. So now we have the problem that I'm watching a show with like hot guys in like spandex muscle suits like running around but they look like they're in high school and I'm like this is a problem. I'm a nanny. <laughs> this isn't what is happening now. <laughs> Hal Sparks. <laughs> and Hal Sparks is super sexy. Okay, I'm really excited about Hal Sparks. I have I have uh, I have weird fetishes. Well, he's really really political. He was in he was in Queer as Folk too. Like he's all exactly, and that's the other one. I'm, he's amazing. I'm just I'm really I yes. Yeah, so I'm just like oh my god, it gets open for him. I'm gonna fangirl out. I don't know what I'm gonna do back. I'm just gonna be like I'm gonna try not to like run up to him do a knee slide and like be like Zoltan <laughs> or whatever. Like, I'm gonna try. So he's really political, and I have I'm sometimes. I don't want to be political. I don't try. Ooh, I don't try to be political. Um, but I'm a nanny, and you know, I try to foster creative play, take away the screen time, right? So I was hanging out with these two twin six-year-olds, and they tied me up to a desk chair with yarn, <laughs> and they put tape over my mouth, right? And fostering creative play, we're going with it, right? And they bring out a laser pointer, and they put it to my hand, and they're like. I'm cutting off your hand. Ow, ow, fostering creative play. Uh, and then they put the laser pointer to my foot and they were like, I'm freezing your foot. Oh, it's so cold. <laughs> and then they, they put it up to my chest and they said, I'm breaking your heart. It's like, Daria, you need to stop, okay? <laughs> Society has broken my heart. What game are you playing? <laughs> and they go back to each other, and they come back out. Police state. 
why, why am I tied? What did I do? What did I do to be tied to this desk chair and yarn? And they go back. You stole a laptop. You're cutting off my hand because I stole a laptop? What kind of Islamic police state is this? And they looked at me in the face and they said, well, if you were black, we would have shot you. Ah! Is that too edgy? <laughs> Did I lose you with the six-year-olds and their creative play? That really happened, though. That's, isn't that funny how real life happens? And you're like, that's a joke. And here's another one that really happened. So um, I was uh, sucking my boyfriend's pee-pee while he was playing Call of Duty because I was trying to be the perfect girlfriend. Anybody else trying to win that award? Nope, just me. Cool. Uh, before you hand me the sash, uh, it's only like a seven-minute game, so it's not that big of an investment, really. But he realized halfway through that he couldn't sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks. And he had to choose call of booty or call of duty. What would you choose? Oh, he did not choose wisely like you, sir. Nay. He chose the first person shooter game. I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. And the only person he wants to shoot in the face is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. Come on, you guys, let's get these campers. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we, <laughs> thank you. I, that also was a real, it's a real story. True story. Anybody remember the real world? Anybody? I know you do. I'm dating myself. Anybody know who Bjork is? Okay, good. Sometimes I'm, I have this Bjork joke, and I don't, and I do it in front of young people like yourselves and they're like looking at me like you we don't have any idea what who Bjork is Bjork Bjork fan <laughs> Bjork yeah I love Bjork I I Iceland so I had a dream I had a dream that Bjork was my therapist and I looked up at her and I was like why is my mother not proud of me uh, and she looked down and she said your uterus is made of clouds and the polar bear only steps in the same river once. Don't let parrots lie to you. Iceland. <laughs> Thank you. It's a good Bjork. Thank you. See? And the people, they're like, what is the... I've always wanted to do Bjork like in Trader Joe's. <laughs> She's like, Terracon chicken. <laughs> Salad wrap. Truffle <laughs> 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 potato chips. <laughs> Remember the ghost pepper once? <laughs> Nobody liked her, so it was too spicy for all of us. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to get, woo. I'm like, if this court is going to do that, I'm going to have to change the microphones. Okay, so everyone has their own microphone tonight for safety and stuff so we don't have to deal with the baggies. There's like a rattle at it, so careful. You saw how I dealt with it. Good luck. If things get scratchy, I'll switch it. We're going to throw you to the wolves. Or maybe we won't. Do you guys want to play the game to make them Rochambeau to see who goes up, or do you want to just do a list? The game? Do you want the game? Okay. So the game the game is cat, tinfoil, microwave. Right? It's like Rochambeau, except it's more fun and dangerous. So cat beats tinfoil and tinfoil beats microwave, and microwave obviously beats cat. <laughs> it's 
sorry. I feel terrible about being mean to cats because I love them so. All right, so um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start off with a, a rock block from Sacramento. So, uh, hey, Dane Nichols and and uh, David Rodriguez, come up. You're gonna play the game. Come on up, yay! Who's gonna be up first? Oh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. You are so kind that you like were patient and stayed back there. That is amazing. What manners! I love it. Etiquette here on the street corner. Everyone's wearing masks and doing good. Here we go. They're gonna do it. Here we go. You do cat, tinfoil, microwave. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, they're both they're both cats. They have no idea what's happening. Okay, here we go again. One, two, three. Okay, cat beats tinfoil. You're going first. Everybody, put your hands together. He came all the way from Sacramento. It's David Rodriguez! Yay! Yeah. Hello? Okay. God, I thought the winner went second. I was so excited. All right. Oh, shit. Here we go. Uh, whenever I go to parties, uh, I like to do this dance. I don't know what to call it. This lady told me to call it the double hand job. I was like, no, mom, why would you say that? That's so inappropriate. Who gives hand jobs like this? She's like, well, Michael, back in the 80s. I'm like, mom, don't tell me that. God. God, you just made tortillas. You just put Vicks up my nose because I wasn't feeling good. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> um, when I was little, uh, my uh, my babysitter, he was a vato, right? So, and he was the worst. Uh, he asked me if I want to go play tag. So he took me tagging on the side of the freeway. Shh. <laughs> like, hey, bro, don't touch it. Let it dry. You're ruining my happy face. God, he's actually a pretty good spray painter, I'm not going to lie. Uh, he painted my seventh birthday banner. But it was kind of weird, though, because he put R.I.P. Gremlin at the top. Like, and uh, I told him the theme was Marvel Heroes, but uh, he put Marijuanos. <laughs> so he brought weed and handed it out to everybody. It's like, Gremlin, we don't do that, man. We, don't, we just want to play soccer. <laughs> yeah, um... Uh, when I was little, my my uh, my dad, he was my soccer coach, so I got to hear both sides. Uh, when he talked to the players, okay, guys, we have a good theme. I, I see a lot of potential. Uh, versus when he's alone in his office at home. Ah, this team is caca. God. At halftime, the mom, the team mom gives them checks mix. We're losing 12-0. These fools need reality checks. God. And David keeps telling everybody I'm his dad. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that fool sucks. God. Um, oh, uh, if you like birds, uh, don't go to a dangerous neighborhood. God, I was at a park one time. I saw a flock of birds, so I called them. <laughs> a flock of fools showed up instead. I tried calling the woodpecker, but Woody and Hector showed up. Oh, my God. Tried calling the bald eagle, bald Emilio showed up. Uh, tried calling the Robin, I just got robbed, fool. Today wasn't a good day. 
No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, what's next? But yeah, I, I really got to stop with those uh, gang jokes. I feel like one day I'm going to get Ku Kluxed for something, or MS-13 in the face to the max. God. Is, is there any gangs here, by the way? I don't see any shoes up there, so. Actually, don't tell me, because I'm not from here, so I don't want to. I'm from a. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to answer that question. That's a dangerous question. I'm, uh, I'm from the hospital. I'm just going to say that. Leave it there. I told, I told this one from the third floor. He's like, third street? What? I'm like, I'm like, fool, chillax, man. I'm majoring in Chicano studies. I can tell you where somebody's at, fool. <sighs> yeah. Uh, anybody have tattoos here? That's beautiful. Yeah, that's pretty brave. I feel like if I got tattoos, I'd regret them. I'd be like, fuck, you know what? I didn't like Sharknado that much. Uh, the KKK isn't even my favorite gang. Frick. MS-13 is. My brother's gang. Marasava Trucha. I shouldn't be saying that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so sorry, sorry. I know. I know I shouldn't, right? Fuck. I love you too, man. That's actually my Theo. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding, I swear. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I really appreciate the advice, man. You're looking at me like you want to hurt me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shut up. I'm fucking sorry. God. Oh, yeah, but location's also pretty important, too, for tattoos. Uh, I feel like I'd mess that up. I'd be like, hey, mom, I got a tattoo of your face. Want to see it? My mom would be like, mijo, that's not nice. I did that to my dad, he'd be like, Ew, the God, I don't know if you've ever seen a Mexican father try to take off his belt, but <laughs> definitely one of the top 25 things, scary, I don't know what I just said, but uh, I just got distracted by something. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, my girlfriend, uh, she broke up with me on Thanksgiving. Turns out the wishbone from the turkey doesn't work. Tried wishing for her back, but <laughs> I'll just have to wait till my birthday in May. Use my birthday wish there. <laughs> Dios, please. But yeah, um, my mom, th th she didn't know that we broke up. So she's like at the dinner table. She's like, oh, I'm so thankful that David finally found somebody. <laughs> my whole family clapped. My nana was like, gracias a Dios que you found somebody. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. I went on like on five Thanksgiving walks. Very sad time. Um, my God. Oh, uh, I think it's really important that you guys uh, always carry one of these. Uh, you never know. Oh shit. You never know. You're never. You're never gonna know what's gonna happen at night. So you want to stay safe. Clean. Uh, you don't want to get dirty. Let me see if I can open this to show you guys. Uh. Glasses cleaner. <laughs> Definitely not, you know. You, know, you gotta stay clean. <laughs> oh my god, this was really fast. <laughs> oh, one minute? Okay, Jesus. Yeah, so uh, I, tell, I, I tell my mom these jokes and she's like, Mijo, you're so cute. It's like, Mom, trying to be funny. I hate you. God, you're so annoying. God. I told my grandma I want to be a comedian. 
And of course, my abuelita was like, oh, you want comida? Can make you quesadilla. It's like, no, 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 I didn't say that. For sure, take quesadilla. Just use cheddar, not queso ranchero, because that makes my tummy hurt. And when you put Vicks, it doesn't help. Even when you put it on my feet. I don't know why you do that in the first place, but please stop, just pray. And I especially I don't like it when you do it when I'm sleeping. And I don't know. And then wake up and you run away. God. But yeah, guys, that's my time. Thank you. Please follow me on OnlyFans. My name is... David Rodriguez, everyone. Absolutely wonderful. What a gem. Yay. Uh, okay, so you guys get to choose. Do you want me to do a joke in Spanish, or do you want to hear about my accidental gang tattoo? Okay. So I have two accidental gang tattoos. Um, one of them happens to be from a, a gang it turns out the Norteños. Uh, so when I was 19, I was a theater major. And, you know, I really, I wanted to let everybody know and I wanted to, but I wanted to hide it from my parents. So on the back of my neck, I got the drama faces tattooed, you know, the thing. And uh, years later, when I was teaching high school, some kids in my classroom were like, smile now, cry later essay. We got your back, Benjamin. And I was like, what? And they're like, you have a, you have a, you have a gang tattoo. <laughs> you have a, I have a Norteños gang tattoo on my neck <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm a theater major. What? <laughs> the second accidental gang tattoo I have, uh, I have, I have, a, I, have a, I have a couple masters in writing, and I've written a couple novels, and they are pregnant with semicolons. I love semicolons. So I got a semicolon as my favorite punctuation on my wrist. Well, what did I find out? This is for suicide awareness. <laughs> and people get them tattooed, and I got it on my wrist. So not only do I have two accidental gang tattoos, their placement is specifically gang-related, but I had no idea. Okay. Sorry, that's a, yay. I don't know if that's a joke or just a, I, th I think it's hilarious. Uh, okay, so two more boys from SAC. We're going to bring up Dane, and you're going to do the, Dane and Ed, you're going to do the cat microwave thingamabob. Here we go. We got Dane Nichols and Ed Johnson, both out of sack. Here we go, facing off. One, two, three. Cat, cat. Okay, cat, cat fights cat. Yeah, close enough. Okay, one, two, three. Uh, tinfoil beats microwave. Everybody, put your hands together for Dane Nichols. Remember when Pam said, stand behind the light? <laughs> David doesn't remember. <laughs> I am aware that I seem like Keanu Reeves' autistic son. All right, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> My sweet, dearest old grandma asked me to take the dog out. So, I killed it. Should have picked your words better, Grandma, you dumb old bitch. <laughs> uh, 
um, I get nervous when I buy Old Spice body wash with pretentious names because I think the cashier might be writing stand-up comedy about me. <laughs> In my worst nightmares, Emily from Walgreens is booked on bigger shows than me and she's killing with, you will not believe the guys who buy swagger. <laughs> they are lying to themselves. Damn it, Emily, let me believe I can buy swagger. Let me believe it can be bought. Oh, <laughs> uh, speaking of women, uh, I know for a fact that my dream woman isn't out there, and don't even try to give me any false hope, okay? Because there are zero women running authoritarian regimes. <laughs> I like a woman in charge. I'm not going to apologize for it. Specifically, I like the woman in charge of committing war crimes. <laughs> yeah, I think once once women are more ready for a, for leadership positions, they'll start committing atrocities that you know will get me going. <laughs> um, mm, yeah, uh, the Pam. Speaking of uh, semicolons, a well placed semicolon also that gets me going. I'm an English major, so I, I dig I dig a good semicolon. <laughs> um, I had a, a group of friends in high school that were in this. Uh, cryptozoology, paranormal kind of club. They would go on these cute little, you know, Bigfoot hunts and ghost hunts and stuff like this. And uh, uh, they would invite me to come along. And um, I, uh, I don't think they really believed any of it, but I, even so, I told them, no way, I have an evidence-based view of reality. I wouldn't be caught dead looking for Bigfoot. And I really hope they believed me because the truth is I am terrified of what's gonna happen when they find Bigfoot. He's an apex predator. If you aren't afraid of Bigfoot, you have not been reading the literature. <laughs> Bigfoot will <laughs> rip your dick off and feed it to your family. <laughs> um, I, uh, have you guys ever heard that Motley Crue song, Shout at the Devil? Um, yeah, yeah, this guy has. One, one person has, perfect, that's enough. All the rest of you need to know is that it's called Shout at the Devil. Uh, <laughs> It's just, you know, with all the horrible, obscene, violent lyrics in metal, you'd think Motley Crue could come up with something better to do to the devil than shout at him, right? I mean, what, are they going to take the devil to therapy? I mean, the couples therapy? Are they going to work their issues out? <laughs> you know, when you send me to burn in hell forever, that just really makes me feel like you don't care, you know? Makes me feel like you don't listen. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, uh, I remember this one day from grade school very well. Um, the school librarians brought our whole grade down to the library so that we could learn the wonders of the Dewey Decimal System. That's what they told us. Um, turns out they just wanted us to find our own damn library books. I remember thinking even at the time, hey, school librarians, what are you so busy with that you can't help a bunch of nine-year-olds find their library books. Isn't that like the main job of a librarian and they're trying to pawn it off onto a bunch of little kids? What? Silly, we need to get rid of librarians. <laughs> um, for real. I, uh, you know, we're all, we're all getting older, you know, no one's, no one's getting any younger and with this tough year that we've had, you know, it, it feels like those childlike moments of pure bliss are just too few and far between nowadays. Um, like, remember, remember when you were a kid and uh, the, you know, the ice cream truck would roll through town and uh, you'd hear the jingle and you'd just have that moment of pure blissful anticipation where you knew that you were going to go get your favorite treat? 
Yeah, well, I, there was something similar to that in L.A. because uh, I, I lived in Los Angeles recently. Not an ice cream truck, but in fact, the next best thing. Um, L.A. had homeless prostitutes that would ride around on their bicycles and blast music so that they could advertise their services. Uh, so I'd be chilling at home and uh, I'd hear, California knows how to party. And I'd just perk right up. I'd be like, oh boy, I'm going to go get my dick sucked. <laughs> it was like Christmas morning. It made me feel like I was 10 years old again. <laughs> oh, when I was 10 years old, the ice cream truck man used to just suck my dick all day long. <laughs> I suppose, uh, you know, Joe Biden and the rest of you libtards in San Francisco would try to cancel him for that. Well, the <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, mm, thank you. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> um, I, uh, I have an uncle who suffers from a medical condition called being insanely fat. Um, no known treatments. <laughs> um, but this uncle of mine, the only discernible feature of his personality is that he loves wolves. He wears almost exclusively wolf shirts. He has pictures of wolves up all over his apartment. And it's because he's trying to project like an alpha lone wolf sort of thing, you know? But I just think it's a little bit silly because, I mean... Have you ever seen a top dog with such a low center of gravity? I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> he thinks he's alpha. He can't even dominate his caloric intake. <laughs> Give me a break, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he sees a wolf in himself. I respect it, whatever. All I'm saying is the only thing wolf about him is how he wolfs down french fries. All right? Um, can, I, can I do one more? Yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> uh, you guys ever see that warning before Adult Swim shows? The following is for mature audiences only. Yeah, how do they manage to make the word mature mean exactly the opposite of what it means? Like, that word had a meaning, right? I, I get the need for a warning, but really playing that before South Park? Are we calling Cartman mature? Really? What? Words lost its meaning. But uh, what if one time they played that warning and then turned on something that's actually like, you know, mature art or whatever, like Citizen Kane? All the stoned college kids watching would be like, whoa, this really is mature content, man. I do not understand this at all. I'm going to need to spark notes this one. <laughs> all right, you're my biggest fan. You're <laughs> uh, yeah, keep it going for Pam. Tinkles, everyone. All right. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Ah, waka, waka, waka. All right, your next two comics, we're going to bring them up to do, the, to do the game of the thing and the stuff. So we've got Dave Coker versus Ed Johnson here with the cat tinfoil microwave to see who's coming up next we've got we've got dave coger out of walnut creek and we've got ed johnson out of sacramento battling here in front of mutiny radio cat tinfoil microwave cat looks like a cat tinfoil's a ball microwaves like spirit fingers cool all right one two three microwave microwave one two three Cat Beats Tinfoil, your next comedian all the way out of 
Walnut Creek, put your hands together for Dave Coker, yay! Mutiny Radio, how we doing? So, uh, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. I don't like those kid cooking shows. You know, no normal 10-year-old is into cooking. Like, when I was 10, I cared about two things. Monster trucks and not getting hit by my mom. <laughs> There's just something off about these kids. Like, I am willing to bet that the only reason they got into cooking was so they could poison their parents. <laughs> they always have the same type of kid on this show, a rich kid. Like, you never see a kid from the trailer park on Master Chef Junior. That's probably because it's really difficult to make chicken cordon bleu when you're on food stamps. <laughs> it takes a special person to be a chef. And by special, I mean a raving lunatic. Have you ever seen the Food Network? These people are so intense it borders on schizophrenia. Gordon Ramsay, for example. Like, that dude has definitely choked somebody to death because of an overcooked chicken. <laughs> the only chill one's Guy Fieri, and even he seems like he is one Bay Area traffic jam away from building a pipe bomb. It's been a rough couple weeks. Uh, I got laid off. I really made it through a whole ass pandemic and then got canned. <laughs> it's like they killed my character off right before the series finale. So I've been interviewing and it sucks. I'm not good at impressing people. Like I always lose it when they ask about my strengths and weaknesses. My strength, I'll actually show up. My weakness, depends on how much time you got. I uh, also almost got robbed, but instead of acting scared, I just acted really turned on. <laughs> like he stuck the gun in my face and I just put it in my mouth. <laughs> All he wanted was my money. What he got was an erection. <laughs> I think next time I'm about to get fired, I'm just gonna take my shirt off. What are they going to do? Call security? Um, I dated quite a bit before I got married, and uh, I dated a homeschooled girl for a while. And I know what you're thinking, and the answer is yes. I used to go over there, and we would just <clears throat> hold hands all night. She must have not been too into it, though, because uh, she's a nun now. Apparently, all she needed to do was touch my hand to know that she wanted no part of sex ever. <laughs> dating her was just like dating any other normal 27-year-old woman, except this 27-year-old woman was best friends with her mom and wrote her own Disney princess fan fiction. She, uh, <laughs> she went to a religious college, and if you don't know anything about religious colleges, Basically, it's where repressed homeschool kids go to do things their parents said were evil. Like watch Harry Potter. Like even this girl's mom was sheltered. When we first met, she thought I was Middle Eastern because the only Middle Eastern man she was familiar with was white Jesus. 
So uh, a little bit about myself. I'm from a small town down south outside Bakersfield called Taft. It's a tiny redneck community. It's the type of place where everybody knows each other. My family, uh, we were known as the family with teeth. <laughs> Just to give you a general idea, Taft is the type of place they would declare it a city holiday if they built a new Walmart. Piggybacking off the uh, Middle Eastern thing, in Taft, I pass as Asian. Dude came up to me and said, hey, you Chinese, which sounds like the beginning of a hate crime, not so much an intelligent <laughs> conversation. But I said, no, is it because of my tattoo? And he goes, nah, you've just got real tiny eyes. <laughs> I think the best compliment somebody from Taft has ever given me is that I didn't look like I was from Taft. had jury duty recently didn't make the cut apparently if you just keep asking when you get to sentence somebody to death they ask you to leave <laughs> which is a shame because I love crime particularly 90s crime <laughs> OJ Menendez brothers that lady that cut her husband's dick off Someone always yells, Lorena Bobbitt. I should just start saying that. I thought that everyone knows who that is. But anyways, uh, step your game up, modern day criminals. My, uh, my dream is to move back to my hometown and become a drug dealer. It's really my opportunity to uh, give back to my community. I already know where I'm going to start dealing drugs. The skate park. Now hear me out, there are pros and cons of every business location. <laughs> Pro, skate park kids love drugs. Con, I'm a grown man at the skate park. I'm gonna have a really difficult time explaining that to the police. <laughs> like I said, it's been a rough uh, couple weeks. We had to put my grandpa in a home. We knew it was time because he kept trying to order pizza off of his life alert. He would never use it when he fell down, but he was super quick to use it when Domino's wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> you know it's getting around that time to put your grandparents in a home when it stops being funny when they fall down. Um, I had to stop visiting him. Like, it was just getting too depressing. He ran out of Vicodin for me to steal. My grandma's still pretty young, though, and uh, I love her. But it's weird being Facebook friends with her. Like, back in my day, grandmas did grandma shit all the time. Facebook lets you see the dark side of grandma's life. <laughs> like, instead of making Sunday dinner, she's out dancing with handsome Latin men. And you find out those cookies she was baking? They had weed in them the whole time. I'm at home watching The Office for the ninth time while my... Shit, I fucked that up. I messed that up. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna end on this. Uh, I, uh, I was diagnosed as bipolar recently, and it's nice knowing that there's actually something wrong with you so you can take the necessary steps to treat it. It's like when my dad diagnosed me as not his son. <laughs> Being bipolar is a lot like those Sour Patch Kid commercials. First you're sour, then you lay in bed for three days and only pee in beer bottles. 
Uh, I'm in therapy right now, and yeah, it's court-ordered, but I deserve some credit. You know, mental health is a big issue in this country. A lot of people struggle with anxiety, or as I call it, being alive. We understand mental health a lot better than we used to, though. I remember when I was in high school, I went to see my guidance counselor to tell her I was depressed, and she just told me to quit being a bitch. <laughs> I, uh, I also started drinking again. And normally that's not something to brag about, but my therapist was the one that suggested it. I knew I paid her for a reason. That's been my time. Thank you, guys. Dave Coker, everyone. Yay. Therapies. Good for you. I don't know. I don't. I don't do, I don't, I haven't done, I used to be a therapist, so it's one of those hard things where like, do, uh, well, for children, I mean, they're not real people, right? They're like in school and it's fine. They're fine. No, I was a teacher, I used to be, I'm so old, back in the day, I was an SED teacher. It used to be called severely emotionally disturbed, but then in like 99, they took the S off because they found it stigmatizing. So now they're just emotionally disturbed students because that's so much. <laughs> That's so much better as a label in school. Like, are you in the emotionally disturbed class? We were in the severely emotionally disturbed class. And who is teaching that? Me. I can tell you a secret because it's been, it's been more than seven years, so you can't uh, press charges against me. But those were my meth days. Yeah, when I was teaching special ed, <laughs> Seriously, special ed, emo severely emotionally disturbed junior hires. I was doing a lot of math. <laughs> I'm a great teacher. I was a great teacher, though. Tap dance on the table. Are you paying attention now, you ADHDs? Oh, you got oppositional defiance disorder? I'm on meth. No, <laughs> I wouldn't tell them that. We're having fun now, aren't we? All right, you're <laughs> um, we're gonna bring up Ed Johnson again because uh, he's gonna Rosham with the and oh, I did I didn't even let you um, just clap. I'm such a dick. Dave Coker again, yay! Dave Coker, yay! Yay, Dave Coker! No, you don't have to do anything. We were just clapping for you and saying that you were awesome. No, no, that was great. So uh, we have to decide between our next comedians uh, right now. We have Ed Johnson out of. Sacramento, and we also have Jonathan Ortiz out of Lansing, Dead Dead Rabbits. Dead Rabbits fame. Here we go. Uh, you're going to cat tinfoil microwave, all right? One, two, three. Tinfoil microwave. Tinfoil beats microwave. Your next comedian, he runs Dead Rabbits. Put your hands together. The very, the very funny, the very wonderful. You can see him every Saturday night out at the end of the world at Land's End. And uh, there's a, he has a stage on the back of his RV. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jonathan Ortiz. Yeah. I finally won. You guys, let's hear for Come on. Oh, my God. It's so good to see you guys. Gorgeous. We got a 
circulate the earth tonight. I don't know. Money is Money is I'm a I just can't. Then it's an old microphone. I give you a. I'm over, man. What was I talking about, guys? <laughs> That's old shit. I don't want to talk about shit. I'm half Puerto Rican. Or as San Francisco calls it, Mexican. I am half Mexican as well, which is why my face looks like Jim Carrey banged El Chapo. Very accurate. Free comedy, sir, free comedy. Any honks, any honks on the road that counts as laughter? Thank you. That's my time, guys, thanks. Um, any dog barking as well counts as laughter. I got it. I need, I need to get the spotlight, man. Oh, look at that. I am a cancer. That means I like swimming, right? Um, and it's true. My dad taught me to swim. I, I was just a baby when he threw me in. And uh, I mean, it's my immigration story as well. But um, he's like, let's go faster. I'm like, Dad, it's kind of hard with cocaine strap. I can't know, it's just not technical difficulties. I know I like the theme tonight, bro. Like the theme tonight was like gangsters and gangs. I'm gonna tell you a true story, you guys. That I don't, I don't, I don't really tell too often. Um, Guatemoc, you, you nailed it. You know, like the, some stories, you take a risk. But I'm telling you, by round of applause, who here has been to Mexico? In Mexico. By round of applause, who here has had a gun pointed to their face hole? Not too many there, <laughs> okay. So, first of all, you need to understand that, uh, oh, I, I, my ex once said I had daddy issues like a stripper, okay? For just putting it out there. And, I mean, first of all, like, I can't relate to strippers. Like, how could you get on a stage and entertain strangers for approval? I mean, that's kind of... I don't, can't relate to that. It's kind of pathetic. Desperate for love and attention. <laughs> the point is, my dad said one day, he's like, you wouldn't, last, you wouldn't last a day in Mexico. He said, you don't have enough street smarts. So, like, you know, I want to impress him. I want to show my dad that I can. That week, I went to Morelia, Mexico and lived with my cousin. All right? I took all my savings. I went there. This Morelia, Mexico. And um, started dating. I mean, the culture, the food, the women, it was amazing. Best time of my life. But the money started running, running low, so I had to get a job. I got a job at a, at a hotel. And they made me security manager. <laughs> me? <laughs> Not qualified at all. But they heard I did security at Target in the United States and thought I was an astronaut for some reason. Um, so I got the job, and things are going well. Uh, here, here's, this is the thing. Uh, one day, I'm at a security checkpoint where cars come in and out. That's me. I was at like the gatehouse, security gatehouse. And this, this Cadillac rolls in. It's fucking Uzi on this guy's lap. He's like, he's like, how you doing? And this is all in Spanish, but I'm translating. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm like, good. And he's like, let me in. And the, guy be, the guard behind him is like, let him in. Let him in. I'm like, what? Let's open the guard. I'm like, what's that about? He's like, he's like, John, you don't know. Nobody told you the cartel owns three condos here. 
They run this place. You just fucking let him. Don't ask him to answer any questions. And as <laughs> fudge, guys, um, <laughs> that's what I fudging thought, right? So I was like, damn, okay. Like, and he says, but no, you're lucky because if they hire you, if you, if you start doing favors for them, they'll hire you. They'll put you on the payroll, especially as security manager. Like, I don't know, man. Like, what, what kind of benefits do these guys got? You know, like, this ain't working out. But one morning, one beautiful, gorgeous morning, three Suburbans roll up. And just, like, men pour out with ski masks and machine guns pointed right to my face. Oh, right no. to my face. And I could just see their eyes. And this, this black. And I could see their eyes. And this just the. the when you have a gun pointed at you, the first thing that happens is you go numb. You just go numb. You're, you, you can't even stand. You can't think straight because you, you think any second my life can be over right now. So I'm looking, and I'm frozen. And I'm thinking, like, dude, did I fall asleep watching Narcos? Is this real? What is happening? But it was real. And this, this guy walks right in between them with all these medals, and he's the captain. He says, Jonathan, listen, I need you to open, pulls out a notebook. He says, I need you to open storage unit 26, 27, 28. Now, I'm not stupid, man. This was a drug bust. They were trying to get into the cartel's storage units. I'm not stupid, man. Heads are going to roll. So I lie. I tell him, oh, we don't have the keys. The, the owners have the keys. We don't have them. He's like, well, all right, well, we have our own locksmith. So they start going to work, man. Dude, the guy just goes to town doing his thing. They open it up, roll up the, the storage units bricks of weed stacked to the three storage units like huge stacked to the top of weeds some machine guns in the corner and I'm thinking dude I gotta get the fuck out of here like this is just I gotta get out of here sorry Pam <laughs> sorry so I'm getting so thrown off um, with the F swears I'm sorry guys let's pretend I'm telling the story in church that's gonna work um, no so, 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 um, you know, I, I, I'm ready to go, but he, he gets off the phone and he says, he says, I just got off the phone with the judge. He said, we can't prosecute because we did it like, because they, they used the lock. They used the locksmith. He says, John, we need to record you on video, opening it up for us. And I said, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable. And he's like. He's like, you'll be fine. We'll give you a hat and glasses. You'll be fine. I'm like, I don't know, Captain. I just don't feel comfortable doing it. I don't want to. He's like, he's like, well, you're going to do it. Now, like in our culture in, in, in Mexico, we have a certain like a, a pitch, a certain tone that means business. And it's, it's like a downward pitch. It includes a downward pitch and a machine gun. <laughs> That's what it is. So I did it. He, he became Michael Bay with all the angles, got me on video. I go home. I got one minute. I always have to cut this story short. Yeah, all right, all right. So this is crazy. I go home. I tell my cousin. He's like, dude, you have to go. I said, yeah, I do have to go. I'm going to go back to the U.S. <laughs> so uh, I, I tell the girl I was dating, Vanessa, I call her. I tell her I'm leaving. You know, it's been great. And she says the words, I'm pregnant. And I go, <laughs> so, so of course I said, um, no hablo espanol. Um, no, no, it's like, you know, now I, I can't leave. I'm not going to leave my like love child in Mexico, you know? Like, so, but my cousin says, you know, ask her to show the receipt. 
I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, here, you know, in this part of Mexico, you can't just go to CVS and get a test. You have to go to a clinic. You have to go to a doctor. There's paperwork. Shh, ask her to show the paperwork. I did. I did that. And she goes, well, you know, I also, I fell down some stairs yesterday and I lost the baby. So um, she was just trying to test me. She was lying. And that's when I realized, I think I had enough street smarts and came back. I let's see. Oh, abortions in multiple countries. I haven't done that yet. I've only, no, I've only, I've only had them here. So never in Mexico can afford them. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think that, I think that from the story construct, I think that maybe she was making it up. Oh, I was listening. It was good. This one's making me great. Snitches get stitches, but what about sneetches? <laughs> uh, your next comedians are going to do that. Ooh, I hope they're, ooh, I might have to use a different XLR cable. This is making me uncomfortable. Uh, but we're going to we're gonna do the cat tin microwave right now again with Ed Johnson and T. Silva. Woo! Coming up. Here we go. Yes, yes, there's a potty in there. And I actually have paper towels now, which is exciting. Like, I can afford paper products this week. Okay, here we go. Cat tinfoil microwave. One, two, three. Oh, they moved. Move chairs into the street right now, everybody. <laughs> Take those before we do anything. Like, now we get to all socially distance and be better. I'm so glad they left. I was praying for it all day. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, oh, I wish they'd just leave. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Oh, wait. That's. This is nothing. You did nothing, Ed. I don't even know. You're in, still in Sacramento. Here, let's try it again. One, two, three. Tinfoil. Cat beat tinfoil. Quinte Box Silva. Yeah! No, I got it back. How y'all doing? Cool. Give it up for all the two Latino snitches that came up. <laughs> Give it up for Pam, y'all. I love it. I'm out here. I'm free. Take off your mask. You're free. I wrote all my material. Someone write it in my mask. Let me check. Oh, my God. You know what I hate, y'all? Like, I, I hate this. This goes for every, if you're straight, gay, or whatever, it doesn't matter. I hate when you go on a date, but the person flakes on you. I hate that. Don't you, if you guys ever been flaked, make some noise. Man, I think we should make a law. We should put that in our taxes. Like, hear me out. You got a fresh haircut, you trim, you know, you got a new outfit, put it on your taxes. Ladies, like, come on, would you agree? Like, if the guy had a small wank, you'd be like, nah, put it on my taxes, you know. <sighs> this is crazy. It, it was funny when the two other Latino comics, they were doing like the Mexican whistle. <laughs> I saw like 18 like Mexican Salvadorans popping out the window in their house like, what's going on? <laughs> what else I'm talking about? You know, people always tell me you should put things in the universe. Like, be happy. 
you're going to find the person you fall in love with. So what I'm going to put in the universe is I'm going to have a great set. And my future wife is going to be so rich. Her family loves me. And I'm going to come in the right time in her family because her dad just died. So hopefully I can collect. Okay, now people are not with that. I don't know, man. This is so quiet. I feel like I'm in court right now. You guys are like... I hate going to court. Like I, I've been in court probation. Like I've been in probation. I've been to jail. I've done all the stuff. Like it's always funny when these people are talking about. Oh, I did this. I did that. Man, I've been there, done that. Man, I, I and like I hate when people are complaining. Of, oh, COVID nineteen, this and that. I got a friend who's in San Quentin doing live, and he had uh, Corona and he beat it. So I think you guys will be okay. You know what I mean? Like it could be the spread, the top ramen they eat. I don't know what it is, but they're tough. You know, so stop being a wimp. You know. Be a pimp. Don't be a wimp. Uh, actually, I'm born and raised in Frisco. It's, it's crazy because this is kind of like part of my neighborhood. I, I used to go to that Boys and Girls Club right there. It was so sick. Yeah, like it was so cool. Like there used to be a boxing ring in there. And like if you didn't like anybody, you get in a fight. And it was always cool because you see the parents like gamble. They'll bet on their son. Like, yeah, my son Jorge is going to F your son up. <laughs> he wouldn't get, you know. They had to take it away because the parents will fight. <laughs> What's in the gloves? Your son's cheating. He ain't 13. He's 18. Stop lying. You know, be... <sighs> uh, black people, make some noise. Uh, I love it. Just two, maybe two and a half. I don't know. <laughs> That's like the Peter Griffin laugh behind me. I'm like, what's up, Peter? <laughs> Peter Weeder, what's up? Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, it's all good. Go Pirates, you know what I mean? What's up? He looked at me like, I got to go pee, bro. I'm like, all right, go ahead, man, go pee. You guys ever pissed on yourself before? Yeah? <laughs> we got some problems here. <laughs> What's your drink, man? Or what? Or just are you just old and you just can't? <laughs> oh, I don't even want to know what happened there. <laughs> Did someone push your pee hole in or what happened? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. <laughs> oh my God. I've been I've been watching the History Channel, Atlantis. You know, they're talking about how Atlantis is so great. They're high tech. The people are beautiful. But I always wonder: is there like a ghetto in the in Atlantis? Like nah, this is my my hood, my trident. You know, I don't I don't know what they have in Atlantis. I'm thinking of Aquaman. That doesn't make any sense. But who likes smoking uh, indica? Make some noise. Who likes smoking sativa? Make some noise. Who don't care? Just like smoking weed. Like hey man, just pass that. Swishers are backwards. Make some noise. Nah, just like <laughs> I just found out uh, Q-tips were not meant to clean your ears. They were actually meant to clean your dab rig. Only the stoners like that joke. That's cool. <laughs> Go ahead. I like it. She reminds me of my auntie. Hola. Como estas, mi? Hola, mi reina. Cuidado. I don't know. I got to respect every, you know, like, you know what? I like, I love old people, and I don't want to sound racist, but I don't like old Asian people. They're so rude. Go to Chinatown. You Trust me. You, you the, the ones here, they're cool, but the one, if you go to Chinatown, it's like, don't, tr don't trip me. They're like, I'm like, dang. I was trying to pick up my can, but I guess you wanted it, okay. 
it's gonna recycle, you know. She, but you can take it, Mama Son. Okay. I got a lot of friends who are from the hood, and it's so crazy. Like a lot of my friends were on the FBI's wanted list. It's it's weird, and like, oh my god! Like I had I have a friend who's thirty five years old, never left the projects, ever. You know what I mean? That's all he knows. It's just like back in the day, go to school, go to the dispensary, go back to the hood, whatever, right? That was his routine. You know, maybe a lady friend sometimes, but you know, but you know, I don't know his sex life. But <laughs> we decided to take him to the beach. We took him to Ocean Beach. He's never been to the beach. 35 years old, never been to the beach. We take him. He's doing cartwheels, get in the water. Sandcastle. It's pretty. It's kind of sad, but it's kind of like magical. You're like, oh, he's making little sand creatures with his hands, and he's 35 years old. You're like, jeez, man. And I decided, me and my friends decided, you know what? Let's get him a passport. And I'm like, all right, we got him a passport, and we're telling, him, bro, we're gonna go to, you know, Russia. We're gonna go to Israel. We're gonna go to Brazil. All you need to do, bro, is get a visa. And I, I swear, he's like, blood. I can't get a visa. I have bad credit. Okay, people who like to travel will get that joke. Okay. <sighs> Who's slutting it up tonight? <laughs> Nobody's going to slut it up? You guys are just, no? What's up, Pam? Give it up for Pam one more time, y'all. One minute. <laughs> I don't know what I want to talk about now. I have one minute, but you're like, yeah, we're just going to slut it up tonight, y'all. I want you guys to slut it up. <laughs> like, I like sex. I like sex. I, I didn't understand what P-Man said, but okay. Oh, 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 the rollers. Shh, they're coming. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't hear, I didn't want to, I don't want to start a riot, guys. Uh, I got bail money, but I don't want to start a riot, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not scared, you know, 850 Bryant's a hotel to me. I'm like, whatever, bro. Chicken Fridays, whatever. I was, that kind of got awkward, but okay. Um, I really don't know what I want to say, but uh, my name is Quatemo, guys. Please follow me on Instagram, Temo underscore Silva. Give it up for Pan, guys. Peace. Yay, the popo went by. Yay. We're all okay. <laughs> Are we? Uh, you guys know any cool cops? cool cops like when you smoke in a joint and you're like you want a hit man and they're like maybe <laughs> well, maybe when I'm off duty I have a new theory about EMT workers wait before we do that uh, give it up again for T Silva Quatemoc Silva yeah follow him on T Silva on the instas and all those things but like yeah well this is mutiny radio I'm not myself I'm not a real person I hide behind a 10 years of a mask called Mutiny Radio. Yay! I know, 2011 to 2021. It's, I'm, I'm impressed with myself, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm allowed to do that. Yeah, oh, let me do my joke in Spanish. Uh, yeah, right? Que pasa, que pasa en tus pantalones? Una fiesta en mis pantalones y todos vienen. <laughs> For those of you that speak Spanish, like I used like the to the regular the verb to like to come to a party, you know, but like he was like to come in your pants and so it's funny. But if you have to explain a joke, it doesn't work. Okay. Um so we're gonna we don't you don't have to fight this time, Ed, because you lost three times. And when you lose <laughs> 
when you lose three times, you don't have to fight anymore. We just say it's time. He's super, but he, he's a fourth. Is this a fourth time? He's a he's a winner. He's all the way out of Sacramento. I can't believe these guys drove for this. So clap it up right now for Ed Johnson. Yay! Hello? Oh man, Ooh, this is, it's been a long time coming. Oh man, how you guys doing? Here at Mutiny Radio, is this my cord? Okay. The only good cop I ever met was uh, one that didn't beat me to death, I mean. Golly, you know, um, man, I can't believe Pam said, you know what I'm saying? She's the smoke man, she is the sexiest. Ex meth smoker. I, I she got all her teeth. She got all her teeth. Her skin is smooth. Her hair is full. Yeah, I, I, I wait. Uh, she, I need man. She's she's on there. I see. Damn. I see you, baby. Okay, don't go. You go back there. It's okay. Oh man. Any parents by proxy? Huh? You guys are kind of young. It's like a young crowd. Like a bunch of like Gen Zers. You Gen Zers are weird, man. You guys, it's just like they're like old. Like the Gen Zers, they're like they're so old. Like they just like say fucking uh, call them mom, the grandma, like the viewer. You guys are so like you guys all want to be English literature. You know what I mean? It's like man, when I was like 21, man, I just wanted to do ecstasy and go to raise or something. These guys are like, yeah, what time is it? Nine o'clock, I gotta go to school tomorrow. <laughs> oh my gosh, man, you, you millennials are too much. You know, it's like, oh dude, like live a little, man. The world's ending in like 20 years, like, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but a parent by proxy is like, uh, you're in a relationship with somebody who already has a child. So you're be this for become proximity a parent. And I was in this uh, relationship at one point, and when my proximity child came to me in tears, she was, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong, little girl? Like, <laughs> They're making fun of me. Oh, what'd they say? They call me an African booty scratcher. And she was like half African, so I was like, well, what's the problem? No, but I totally stick it back, right? It's like, this is like a term. This is like really old, you know? Like, when you're young, when, like when I was a kid, that's when, you're an African booty country. And you'd be like, no, I'm young. you like, you know? So I was like, it's okay. You just have some milk and cookies. It'll be okay. But it made me think, like, what is an African booty scratcher? Is it, is it an African who scratches booties? Is it, is it a contraption of sorts made in Africa that scratches booties? <laughs> Or perhaps it's like someone who's not African at all, but who loves to scratch African booties. So I'm very perplexed. I mean, this is something to ponder on. I suggest you take this with you. Oh, man. Pirate radio, right? The mutiny, mutiny radio. I love it, man. This is like the greatest thing ever, you know? Yeah. How you doing, sir? He is, wa he is walking. For, you know, if you don't walk that fast, you walking the street. Yeah, yeah. It was like an automobile, and man, I was, you don't know what kind of numbers I'm clocking. Like, all right, man. I have a microphone, not a gun. Okay, no, I'm playing. I'm sorry. Like, all right, man. Like, I don't want to do it up here. Uh, 
Uh, what was I saying? Parent did that. Boot Smasher. Oh, oh, yes, uh, Muni Radio. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? It made me think, like, it made me think of, uh, I was watching this show, because, like, you know, they change, like, on demand, they, like, change, like, you can't, like, no longer find shows, like, by the network. You got to, like, go through the alphabet. So I just randomly found this show where it's, like, these guys, they, like, go to Africa and they, like, help Africa with their, like, problems. It's, like, these guys are, like, Navy SEALs and they go in there and they exchange. <laughs> and, you know, like, one time, you know what I'm saying, it was, like, oh, uh, these guys, they keep, like, stealing our buffalo or whatever, right? And so they were like, well, and you know what I'm saying? The military couldn't, like the African, that particular country's like military, they couldn't like really watch it because they were like, have, they didn't have Jeeps for some reason. So they was like, we'll like have to watch them off of Mesa. So they were like, well, we got this idea. We'll give them, <laughs> we'll give them a cell phone. Like this is like 20, I mean, it was like 2018 or something. So they're like, we're just going to give them a cell phone tower. And then like when they see somebody stealing the cattle, they'll push this button. And the button will shoot, you know, send a signal to the satellite, and then it'll beam down in London. And in London, they will send out like some guy to tell them that there's somebody still in their buff. I'm like, wait a minute, like, you couldn't just give them cell phones, like, like hey man, somebody still in our buff. No, we gotta authorize it. That's like, that's what that's what Mango's talking about, right? All this red tape, right? You wanna have a baby? It must be authorized. Can you imagine what that's like with the guards at the door and stuff? Like, be quiet. I'll be as loud as I want. She's being rude again. Put it in the tabloids. She doesn't want to hear the smashings. Oh, man. What, what am I really talking about? Oh, yeah, man. This is COVID. This is like COVID thing, man. It's like, you know, got me like getting all this weight. I don't know what to do with my shirts. You know, they're all like small now and like. So I had this great idea. I was like, you know, I'm going to shrink them a little bit more, get them like real tight. You know, when you put them in the dryer, they get real tight. Son. And I'm going to just start putting that, putting that bad boy on like a, like a spanks and you like hold it all in, you know? Like, yo, this, uh, for a minute, I was like, okay, ladies, I see what you're doing. This should make me look like 1950s Superman. You know, the night, yeah, I don't know. 1950s Superman, he was like kind of fat, but he like he sucked it in. And he like look kind of buff. Hey, and you ever watched old Superman too? He is extremely sexist. The way like the dynamics that they have with Lois and Clark is like completely like a lie compared to that. It's like, Lois, why don't you go get my coffee and shut the hell up? You know, it's like, oh man, <laughs> Superman? Like, who are you fighting? You know, like, what's Luther like? You know, like, God, Lee. At least he was paying. Oh. But the problem with the Spanx thing, you know what I'm saying, is that like every time I got out of the car, it would like roll up. It would like roll up my belly. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, hey. I'm armed with the microphone. No, I'm playing. It's not bad. I'll stop. No. Yeah, I have, you ever notice how like poorly designed, like out of the city of artists, their police cars are the poorest like designs I've ever seen, right? Like. SFPD with the like star, like who designed that? Like a 12 year old, like. It's gonna have a star on it. He's like, this is good, son. I'm gonna go ahead and put this on all the cars. <laughs> uh, like Oh Grove, at least we got like a little bit of pudnaz on it, you know. They, it looks like ice, right? It has like like the block that says police. 
and it's like you know it looks like it's been chiseled out of ice it's, it's kind of like over the top right, in a way but oh man yeah so we roll up <laughs> so the surfs they roll up my belly and i come out and i just kind of have like this weird like sports brawl like kind of number going you know but it, in 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 truth it did make you know what i'm saying keep them bad boys pressed in looking tough um let me see okay i'm gonna get out of here real quick okay all right okay i'm gonna get out of here okay hold on, hold on. Okay, okay i got you have to stand in the light right you will not stay behind the light okay somebody take pictures stand behind you will not stop me from getting to heaven you keep me in the darkness pam is that how you gonna do me no um so you know before this whole COVID thing happened, you know, I was like alone and sad and destitute, and I, I went to go to the movies, you know. I went to the movies by myself, and uh, I was wearing like, you know, my, you know, my gray sweatpants and, you know, um, <laughs> super tight shirt. Um, and then uh, I watched uh, in, was it Infinity War, and I was like, what? Deadpool 2 and I snuck in and I watched Deadpool 2 and I should have known like I didn't do enough prayers you know what I'm saying I, it's like you know it's like that moment where you know you know like your like your karmic meter is kind of low and you kind of got over on the world you, know, you, you think you got over the world but you know like deep down my karma meter is low so I go on back on the way home I turn and there's and when I turn there's like this park that I live by it's in the suburbs um and frequently you can catch a lot of the uh, local uh, white children cracking whips. No, I'm, I'm sincere. They crack whips. Like, it, I don't know what they're cracking them for. There's no rodeo. It's just like they're waiting for slavery to return, you know? Like, we're going to be ready. Don't worry. The lashes won't be that deep this time. We professionals. Uh, I don't know. And they're kids, so I don't really understand, like, what is this? Like, who's, who's, who's teaching them this? So, anyways, I'm getting pulled over because, like, my car's dirty. And he somehow found out I had fake tags, which I don't know how he found out. I mean, it's just like one thing, like, why would he even look at it, you know? Like, why did he even, like, why would he, like, run my plates? And I was just like, I don't know. I didn't do anything wrong. He was just, let me just check this nigga out, right? But, uh, so then he pulls me over, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, you got any uh, drugs or weapons in your vehicle? And I said, well, I got a pair of nunchucks in the trunk. <laughs> and he said, well, that's a federal offense. Which I knew nothing of. You can buy a gun, you can crap, crack whips in the park, but lo and behold, a black man with some nunchucks. And they take you Gene Kelly, like, you know, I don't want to just whoop everybody's ass. I'm like, oh man, come on. Like, so he comes, he pulls me out, and then he starts searching me, you know, and then he like gets behind me and he pats me down really good. And he's like, does it, I don't know if you ever been pulled over and had like this done to you. The only time this ever really kind of happened to me when I was in New York and it was like this really big, like buff black woman. And I was like, oh, like I'm kind of turned on. But anyways, so this dude, right? So this officer, right? He like reaches like, on it, like, and he grabs my nuts, right? My whole cock and balls. And then he like pulls it slowly up my ass crack. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's just real thorough, bro. Like, I guess kudos to you for being up on your job, I guess. But then he does it a second time, you know? And I was like, oh, I guess uh, this fool's uh, got it in for me. And after, as he's going up the second time, his, his partner pulls up, and he gets out of the car, and he sees that it's a black man getting, you know, 
his partner, he's like, oh, the good old-fashioned African booty scratcher. Hey, so I'm Ed Johnson. <laughs> Give it up for Pam, man. He brought it back to the end. I thought, well, I mean, I, the, everybody, Ed, Ed Johnson, everyone, that was that was lovely. Yeah, he he reminded me when I used to go from San Diego to L.A. and we'd go like dance um, at the hip hop clubs, and you'd get the hip hop hot dogs sticking in your buns. And like they wouldn't ask for con, yeah no they wouldn't ask for consent. The, like a guy's hard dick would be riding up against your back, and they wouldn't you wouldn't even have seen their eyes. And all these new snowflakes that are like, oh you didn't ask for consent. I'm like, hip hop club 1993. <laughs> you, baby, how dare you? Like, we did all the work for you. All right. Cool. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we have two, we have two more comics that are gonna Roshan, they're gonna do the thing. So it's Cat Tinfoil Microwave, Sam, and Peter. So we've got, yeah, no, go, go potty, go in and go potty. Peter Struckmeyer, Sam Carroll, here we go. Um, you throw on three, it's, um, Cat Tinfoil Microwave. Yes, Spirit Fingers. Don't take this One, two, three. No, you're not playing the right game, Sam. <laughs> Sam's playing the wrong game. Well, no, because, but then, microwave, but I guess if scissors, scissors are metal, so technically they would beat a microwave. Cat tin for a microwave. Like a cat, like a do a cat with your fingers. <laughs> no, <laughs> you weren't here, it's fine. What? One, one, two, three. Okay. Cat beats tinfoil. No, you're next. You're next. You're next comedian. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. For Sam Carroll. Yay. I don't understand the rules of that game whatsoever. But I don't, how could a cat and a microwave ever be in battle with one another? What? Oh, don't hold it by the XLR. That's my favorite part to hold it by. What's up, Bill? How you guys doing? Yeah? Long day's work? Come from a long day of work? You guys essential workers? I want a round of applause to the essential workers. Essential workers, make some noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. All right. Any non-essential workers here? Hey, by a round of applause. Hey, wait, you didn't let me finish. By a round of applause, make some noise for the essential workers. Please. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually not in a great mood. I just found out my mom has autoerotic anaphylaxis. She's got a peanut allergy. She likes to masturbate and eat peanut butter sandwiches. It's autoerotic anaphylaxis. Just think about it for a little bit. I'll let it sink in. I got a... My, my dad used to put a lot of talcum powder on his nuts. That's no good. Talcum powder is no good for you, you know? It's... Johnson Johnson got sued for a whole bunch of money for this. You know, it's, uh, you're not supposed to put that around your reproductive parts. It's bad for you and your offspring. Especially if you do it in front of them. You know? I went home for the holidays with my sister. 
the other day when it was the holidays. The last time it was the holidays. Whether you're Jewish or Christian, that was the one. And I walked in the front door and my mom goes, what am I getting grandchildren out of you two? And I said, mom, if we did that, they'd probably come out fucked up. Yeah. I actually got one, more than one sister. One time one of my sisters was in the crowd. I did that joke. She came up to me after and she was like, that sucks. I hate that joke. You shouldn't do that joke. To relax. It's not about you. <laughs> Never have sex with Walked into a gender negative bathroom the other day. It's just filing cabinets. Into a filing cabinet. This microphone sucks, Pam. I'm giving this back to you. Pam gave me this microphone today. It was a very nice gesture until right now. I'm going to stop complaining. Get back to my set. Yeah. Shit, what else is new? You guys religious? How about we make some claps for Jesus? Clap for Jesus. Hey, Jesus. Just myself. More of an existentialist, you know? I like things that remind me of my mortality. Like diarrhea, or getting arrested. Here's a quick story about a time I got arrested. So here I am, I'm having diarrhea in a public jacuzzi. There's 18 other people in the jacuzzi. And the only reason I got caught is because they have that chemical in the jacuzzi that when it senses the diarrhea, it turns brown. I found out where the word lesbian comes from the other day. You guys know this? It's the island of Lesbos. It's where lesbians were sent to. They're banished there by Greek men and their 10-year-old boyfriends. <laughs> I don't know if the boyfriends did a lot of the banishing. It's probably more up to the council, the elders. I, I mean, uh, unless it was a young boy, particularly ambitious young lad, who saw the potential in puckering up his little pooper for some political power, started calling some shots around there. You know, I want a seat at the table. Hopefully one with a cushion. <laughs> I found out what the Trojan I found out the the history of the Trojan horse the other day too. There's a young Greek woodshop apprentice. Looked up at his master and said, Master, you know how you're always inside me? Oh. <laughs> uh, I like to think I'm a pretty good guy though, you know? I like to think I'm a pretty good guy. Every Sunday I go around, I take the parking tickets off people's cars. <laughs> One time I saw a note under the windshield wiper of a car that said, I want to buy your car, and then a phone number, and then Gary. So I called up the phone number, and I said, Gary, I want you to buy my car. He said, oh, wait, who is this again? What, what, what kind of car did you have? Nineteen ninety six Pontiac Vibe. And he said, What? How did you get my number? And I said, You left this note of a nineteen fifty eight SL five eighty Mercedes Benz Go Wing, Gary. He said, Oh yes, the Go Wing. Is it for sale? I said, No, Gary, it's not mine to sell. I want to sell you my vibe, Gary. <laughs> so I was walking around with a mug the other day. I guess I bought a mug or something, walking around in some neighborhood. No, 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 I, I stole it. Let, 
Did you guys hear what I said about stealing Amazon packages? <laughs> so, walk, so here I am walking around with a mug, you know, blending in. Look at my mug. I live around here, you know. I looked across the street and I said, oh, I could probably follow that guy into his building. I have my mug with me. Probably thinks I'm a neighbor or something. Just moved in. So I follow him into his building. And building? I said, yes. They said, Property manager didn't notify us of a new tenant. I said that's because I told him I would notify everyone myself because I legally have to because I'm a sex offender. <laughs> no, I'm not a sex. I'm not a sex offender. I'm not. I'm sex defender. I def <laughs> Yeah. Yup. 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 I can't fucking do this. I was watching the movie Benjamin Button the other day. I was watching it backwards. He just gets, he ages normally all the time. I like that version better because in the original version of Benjamin Button, the first scene of the movie is he's born a disgusting old man. But if you watch that movie in reverse, the final scene is an old man crawling into his mother's vagina to die. All right. It's been Sam Carroll. Thank you. It's the cable, I promise. It's the cable. The microphones all work. Yay, Sam Carroll. Yay. Yay. All right. He doesn't have to fight. <laughs> our, our next comedian. Oh no no no! It's um, we could use a different mic. There's all kinds of things that can happen. It's fine. But you have your own mic, yeah? I gave you one. Yes. I'm so excited. I think about him all the time when I'm singing Christina Aguilera in my bathroom in the morning. So, put your hands together, everybody, right now for Peter Struckmeyer. Yay! Yay! Uh, yeah, you've seen us play the um, cat microwave tinfoil game. Yeah, fun fact, I actually did microwave tinfoil this week. <laughs> I learned nothing from this game. I just threw it in there. I was like... Pff, pff, pff. Uh, but we're here now. I am Peter. Uh, I like cocktails. I like cock, and I like tails. Yes, I'm looking for a he, him, his out of this. What was it, Pam? The hip-hop hot dogs up the Sam or is it the poop shoot or whatever? Ah, <laughs> Friday Night Mutiny Radio, come by. Let's, uh, let's all rejoice, because this queen paid her taxes. Uh, when I said I wanted to get clobbered in the ass, I didn't mean by the IRS. Like, why is TurboTax gaslighting us into paying way too much money on our returns? Like, a few questions into that, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I did buy a horse in 2020. <laughs> did a lot of online shopping during those pandy blues, am I right? 
Do you know what else I've done during the Pandy Blues? A lot of weed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is going to be real original. A stand-up comedian talking about getting high. You've never heard this one. Now, the other night after Mutiny, I, um, I ate an entire edible and then started watching the BBC. And the entire time, I was so high. I was like, oh my god, I am listening to British people talking. And then I started listening to Belinda Carlisle, Heaven is a Place on Earth at full volume in my bed. Yeah, you know the song? It's like, ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Sing it. Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Oh, I didn't want you to keep going on, but okay, Pam. No, uh, here's where heaven is definitely not right now, is Earth. <laughs> yeah, every day I wander to the Walgreens and I wait outside for some strange man to like end all of my misery by stabbing me in the arm with a needle. That is not heaven. That is Turk and Eddie. Mmm, <laughs> let's see. Um, ooh. I know what we can talk about here. I don't know if y'all have noticed my finger, but I have a bit of an announcement to make. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay. I'm pleased to announce I'm still single! I have not used my penis in a very long time. And it has gotten to the point where I have now come full circle. Come full circle. I have come full circle, and now I have found the Lord. I am here to tell all of you tonight, live on Mutiny Radio, that I hereby pledge myself to the nunnery. Yes, it is, go is not only the righteous thing to do, but it's also a great opportunity for me, okay? Like, think about it. The market for a sassy gay nun. I am like Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act. It's Sister Act 3, An Evening with the Three Wise Men, starring yours truly. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really easy to get up to speed on all the training. All I have to do is watch, like, four Madonna videos, and I know the whole routine. Qualified to be a nun, qualified to be a backup dancer in the SF Gay Men's Chorus. Uh, is anyone else here stressed out because of the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's been stressful, but I'm trying to um, rise above the hardship like the warrior that I am. And uh, in case you're wondering what warrior that is, it's uh, Xena Warrior Princess. Every morning, I sit down at my desk and I assume the warrior position. And then I get ready to unleash my weapon upon the world, which is Microsoft Excel. <laughs> but you know what? When the times get tough, I get mindful. Yeah, this is what I do every time I'm stressed out. I go into the bathroom mirror. I take a deep breath in. Everyone do it with me. And I scream Christina Aguilera lyrics at the top of my lungs. 
Yeah, hell hath no fury like a gay man singing fighter. <laughs> like, makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me fighter. And after I do that, then I'm ready to go for the rest of the day. Then I'm like, Like, I'm ready to go and uh, solve an equation. <laughs> also, some behind-the-scenes action on that bit. My upstairs neighbor can't stand me for singing those vocals. He was like, hey, bro, can we not sing Fighter at 11.30 at night? I was like, sorry, I have the Sunday scaries. Uh, my therapist told me I need to spend more time with gay people. And um, I kid you not, he told me to uh, look up gay groups that I could join. <laughs> Do you know what happens when you Google search gay groups? <laughs> Let's just say sourdough starter is not what they're shoving in the oven in these groups, okay? <laughs> I literally saw a meetup. This is not a bit. I have screenshots to prove this. I saw a meetup that was called My Untrimmed Chest Hair. And uh, you have to wear masks to join, but it's not medical, it's puppy. <sighs> All right. We've had a lot of laughs tonight, but um, <laughs> I do need to end my set on a more serious note here. And um, I need to get a little political here for a second. And it's just, um, it's just like, I don't know, like, there's just a lot of hardship out there. And a lot of hate. And we're just so divided right now. I feel like we all just need to come together, you know? <laughs> you are astute, sir. Uh, no, but we need to come together, all of us, and do our part to free Britney! Her conservatorship is messed up. And there are people out there who don't even get it. They're like, ugh, her conservatorship's not real. AOC made it up. Ugh. <laughs> but no, this is now a bipartisan issue. There's a group of House Republicans who used their power in Congress to try and fight to free Britney. And we are doing a really good job of fighting the stereotype that Republican men are closeted homosexuals. <laughs> like, does anyone think you're straight when you're in Congress? Like, play toxic, we stand a queen, yes! <sighs> Here's what we need to do, Mutiny Radio. All of us are gonna take action. None of us are gonna work, bitch until she can perform work bitch. How about that? I am Peter Struckmeyer. That was my time. Thank you. Peter Struckmeyer, everyone, hooray. Oh my goodness. Free Britney, do it now, right? The only problem I have with Britney 
is that she's like a mediocre singer, right? But she's a great dancer, right? And Christina Aguilera, amazing singer, mediocre dancer. So why didn't they just make them into the same person? Doesn't Disney have that power? Like they don't have the, they can't just make people cool. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how fame works, but uh, hey, your last comedian of the night. Who knows what he's gonna do? He's got his own. Do you have your own microphone? Oh, okay, perfect. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kahn! Yay! Ooh, and while he starts, I'm gonna walk around with a money jar. And if you want to give money to Mutiny Radio, boy, oh boy, do we like money. That helps us out a lot. So I'll walk around. Yay! Josh Kahn, everyone! Yay! Put the money. Oh. Put the money in the jar if you love Josh Kahn. If you hate Josh Kahn, put more money in the jar. I love this. I love these technical difficulties we have here. It sounds like you guys are all listening to the set courtesy of T-Mobile. Don't hold it by the XLR. Okay. Just like I tell girls, don't play with my balls. I know a lot of guys like that, but I'm just a shaft guy. That's all I want going on. Uh, give it up for Pam Benjamin. Ten years at Mutiny Radio, a decade of decadence and belligerence. Okay. And uh, dude, funny guy, give it up for Peter Struckmeyer, everybody, clap for him. Guy has a master's degree in early 2000s divas. Any questions, get at him. Um, where's my nerds at? Where's my comic book nerds, my Marvel comics and my Star Treks? You're telling me that nobody that has nothing to do on a Friday night but stand on a street corner and listen to me jabber is a nerd. You guys are all super cool. Okay. I, 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 no, I believe you. I believe you. Um, nerds have this fantasy that I think is kind of weird. They all want to have sex with Mrs. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four, you know, the stretchy girl, right? Who's the stretchy? No. Wow, you just shot a huge hole in this joke. Thanks a lot. What am I going to do now? I've just got to whip it out now because i got nothing else to fill the time. Okay. I'm going to adapt the joke. Okay, I'll adapt the joke. A lot of gay nerds want to have sex with Mr. Fantastic because he's all stretchy and stuff, right? They figure, hey, he can spiral up his arm to be like a corkscrew-looking slinky thing and just give me the real good pressure that I need, right? And I'm like, guys, that's totally unrealistic. The last thing that Mr. Fantastic wants to do at the end of the day is more work. No, yeah, this is your time. What's what's what, what do you what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Do you want to talk about the Incredibles? Let's talk about the Incredibles, everybody, because this guy wants to talk about the Incredibles. Um, I have seen an obscene amount of Incredibles parody porn on the internet. That's about the only thing that I, and uh, it's it is not incredible. Nothing about those is incredible, at all. Um, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get the whole cartoon porn thing. You're getting me way off track here, sir. Really. Now all I got in my head is all this like cartoon porn, you know, like God, I had this whole thing I was gonna do and you just were like, hey man, I know you come do comedy because all you do with the rest of your day is porn, but let's talk about it now. Um, I'm really not upset with you, sir. It was a gift. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody that comes here and meeting radio. Put your money in the damn jar. Um Fantastic, guys. Yeah, stretching. He's stretching his arms. He's jacking us off. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god. Uh, so I will get to my material though, if it's okay with you. Do you have any more Pixar films that you want to review? <laughs> Up, Up made me really sad. Here, listen. Here's the Pixar films that didn't make me cry. Here's a list of them. That's it. That's the list. They all make me cry. Every single one of them. Man, I'm off track, dude. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much, sir. Um, you know a movie I was watching, and this is off track, too, but you know a movie I was watching before I came down here? Phenomenon with John Travolta. Do you remember that one? Where, like, he's dumb, but then he gets smart. Like, And I feel like John Travolta from that movie, except for not smart and not handsome. Okay. Uh, I dated a white girl once. For the, for, the, for the financial security. We're still dating. Turns out I like to be really, really secure. My girlfriend is so white. She got her 23 and me back. It was just a blank sheet of white paper. Hand to God. Um, I love her, though. I, I do. I do. I do love her. Uh, we've been going out for a long time. We've been, we've been going out for so long we didn't meet on Tinder or Bumble. Okay, We met how people used to meet back in the day. Craigslist. Encounters are hella casual and forbidden. Um, no, I love her. I love her to death, but like, so I already have a kid. She wants kids. I don't want to have more kids. Other day, caught her poking holes in my condoms. I figured it out, though. I've been crushing up Plan B's and sticking them in her oatmeal every morning. So far, no babies. I'm good. I'm good. Expensive, yeah, expensive habit. Ex <laughs> Unless you shoplift them. Do I look like I pay for stuff? I must be I must be doing good. I showered. I guess that's why I look like an, I can afford to pay for things at a pharmacy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't know what happened here, guys. This is You're going through it. Um, I'm in Facebook jail right now, so I just don't have anywhere to take all this crap that's coming out of my head. Uh, so you people are being subjected to it. Um, people won't shut the hell up about Pepe Le Pew lately. Dude, shut up, man. It's in the name, Looney to he's crazy, Looney, he's crazy, like, shut up. Next they're gonna cancel Bugs Bunny for putting on that dress, but not identifying as trans. Oh, they're gonna, watch, watch, they're gonna. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed, uh, I was doing laundry the other day, I've noticed this, black beanies are a lot harder to keep track of. And that's not racist, that's just a commentary on laundry. Got Pam. That's what's important. People act like I hate white people. I do not hate white people. I love white people. You know what I hate? White purple. Okay? Lilac, lavender. What the hell is with that? Come on. F, F white purple. Black velvet. Am I right? Crown royal. This has gone well. You guys. Well, you keep saying this. You keep. Um, I love you chiming in. Um, have you have you previously seen me play accordion here? Is that why, is that why you're so jazzed to hear me play it? Who keeps saying it? Is you? I thought it was this guy still. It's still this guy. He has the mask on. He's like, it's not me. You don't know where the sound's coming from, man. You can't see my lips moving back here. You need one of those transparent, like all hecklers should be given a transparent mask at the beginning of the show so you can tell who it is. Like, sir! 
I don't even know anymore, man. But I play the accordion. You know what? It's like I've been in music. I've been in comedy for almost two years now. I've been in music for like 25. And it's like there's a never-ending line of people that want to come up to you wherever you're playing, whether it's on a street corner or at a wedding or whatever. And they want to be like, hey, man, can you play... Can you play, uh, you know, Freebird? No, nah, man, we don't know it. Like we have, like we're all rehearsed. Like we're together. Or like I don't know. I don't know. Hey, yeah, but man, can you play it? But can you play Freebird? No, man. I just, yeah, I can't. I, I hear. I'm like rehearsed with this band. Yeah, man, but you should really learn Freebird. <laughs> okay, man. At the next wedding that we play, I'll totally like invite you and ruin the bride's special day so we can play Freebird. And you can, and like, I don't know what you want me to say, man. He's like, play. Play the, I, I, I guess I'll just shut up and play the accordion. Jeez, hold on a second. I got to unpack it. Give me one second. One second. <laughs>